When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to John Boy and Jake Radio, episode number, I can't see it, 276, 276, my favorite number, then my favorite number times four minus one, then my favorite number times three. And you're Jake. Favorite number episode. I didn't. I didn't even know it was such a big one for you. But that's uh That's huge. Yep. Yep. This is my favorite number episode. It is weird that all of two can get into involved with all of them. Um, how are you, Jake? James. Tell everyone where you're coming dude. from. I am coming live from the Pumpkin Pie Studio in Southington, Connecticut. Uh. At my mother's house, she is, uh, yeah, I mean, I won't do the whole Italian mom thing because the past couple times I've come home, I've laid it all out there. But it's, uh, I mean, it's it's out of control. Last night she was bored. She made two pumpkin pies and she was like, yeah, you know, if you want them now or later, whatever. I said, what's that mean? How many did you eat? Uh, I had half a pumpkin pie for lunch today. Dude, um, nothing, like nothing's better than pie for brunch the next day like when you wake up a little late and you just eat coffee and the like a leftover very congealed not cold not hot like countertop pie countertop pie and coffee mm. is one of the better breakfasts you can have i stand by it countertop pie that's a, that could be a john boy media show or something uh yeah and that was kind of her game plan you know the you could you could do the counterpot countertop pie the next day but it was a double trap actually so i mean after days of eating i mean lasagna meatball ham all of it um and it's just been the three of us pretty much so uh it's it's been out of control she says and she was like hey jake i think i might make a pumpkin pie I'm like yeah sure uh she's like need some uh not cool whip is it cool whip what comes in the tub cool whip mm, i don't know in a tub i think so Cool Whip does come in tubs. I yeah, Cool Whip, I would say jar, like a peanut butter jar, but it's very similar to a peanut butter it's, container. But we, no, it's, it's wide. It's more wide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 White and wide. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Okay. So, yeah, I was told to. So she was like, there's a grocery store near her. She was like, hey, walk over, get some Cool Whip. I'm going to make some pumpkin pie. I'm like, all right, sure. Down. 
And then uh, she's like, oh, I think I'm out of pumpkin pie stuff, so don't worry about it. But still go get something sweet. So we got a couple ice cream sandwiches, and we're like, all right, we're already in the deep end. Might as well. And then she found the pie tray that she said she didn't have. So turned into ice cream sandwiches and pumpkin pie. So I'm doing well. Um, you know, could could use a... I could use a good workout. You know, my, my body kind of has that ticking time bomb where if I don't do a good workout for three days, I'm just like, I got to do something. And there's not really that something to do because Connecticut's cold. So that's a current state of affairs. How's your Christmas? Oh, you're like a robot. Christmas machine. was good. Okay. All right. You came back. Christmas was good. Did you get anything good? I'm robotting. Better now. It, it, it. Christmas was good. Nothing crazy. I, I mean, we, uh, you know, just some clothes. Uh, nothing over the top. I'm trying to think. Got a wine bottle opener thing for my mom. I think the other big, uh, the big news that I, I mean, the cat's officially out of the bag. I told you, I forget if I ended up whispering it to BBD, but uh, my mom's getting married. So that's happening like... Yeah. Um, not to my original father, so I'm disappointed about that. But um, yeah, so that's going on New Nail Year's Nail in Eve. that coffin, huh? So that's... Uh, yeah, well, we'll see. You know, not going to rule anything out. It's 2020. That's, but, uh, don't don't, yeah, don't so put that. I on, shouldn't put that out? Okay. On New um, Dad. So yeah. Have you started Just calling him New Dad cards, yet? man. Uh, no, we haven't, we haven't crossed that line yet. A lot of firm handshakes, but, uh, yeah, man, a lot, just a lot going on kind of in the story of the ether. Like this is kind of, it's been announced like this will be the last quiet Christmas. Like my sister's pregnant. My mom just got married or is getting married and stuff. So it's a lot going on, dude. A lot going on. That's what'd cool. you, what'd you get for Christmas? I got oh I got tickets for New Year's Eve. Ritzy got me tickets for this concert, this virtual concert coming up on New Year's Eve. So which is awesome because now Katie and I are like very excited about our plans for New Year's Eve. Um, mm. It's the Avid Brothers. For anyone that likes that genre of music, like Ritzy handed me the card and I was like, holy shit! Dax Shepard's the host. Pete Holmes and Judd Apatow are going to be do stand up or do something. But then you got. Avett Brothers, Willie Nelson, Brandy Carlisle, Band of Horses, Dawes, um, Langhorn Slim. I like him a lot. Um, a bunch of other bands that maybe people know or not. But it, it was like five in a row that I was like, whoa. This is awesome. So that was awesome. Uh, I got foot massager. Really excited about that. Every time I go to my mom's, I get a, I put my foot in the foot massager. 15-minute Sash, it's the best. Mm. So we have one of those now. Um, new jeans needed those. Huge. Yeah, it's good. It's good, man. I played disc golf and real golf. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Got a lot of time in with the baby and uh, Ike, so it's a good time. I have like a billion dollar idea connected to massage stuff what is it well so i think it's a stretching company which by the way those are a thing now 
Um, so there's these places, there's one in Connecticut. There's a couple people I've talked to. There are places that are just like stretching places. Now you pay for like a 45 minute session and they stretch you out. Not uh, yoga. It, no, because yoga, I mean, you do on yourself with an instructor. Like, these are people actually stretching you. Like, they'll move your leg over you. It's it's closer to physical therapy than Yeah, yoga. okay, because I, I had to go to physical therapy in Southbury, and the dude would just stretch me out. So I've had that before. It's nice. It's awesome. Y- yeah, so I'm saying, why isn't this a service that comes to your house? Like, you could have it come, you know, I'm sure there's different packages, but you could do the twice a week, three times a week. And, I mean, let's put some stuff on top of it. Why not? They can bring you a breakfast sandwich and a nice coffee. Like, you can make all sorts of packages. I mean, dude, if someone came through to your place and, you know, who knows how much it is. It varies on location, obviously, guys. Come on, this is a business. We're talking. But, I mean, you know, a couple times a week, they come through Tuesday, Thursday, stretch you out, bring you a brekkie, Sammy, and iced coffee. It's probably a a service, right? Like, they have masseuses that go to your house. There's masseuses and stuff, and this stretching thing is there, but nothing's mobile yet. It's all come to us. So I think my the billion-dollar idea is you make it come to you. You either make the van or you do whatever you got to do. Come stretch me out? Yeah, come stretch me out. That's the name of the company. Hey, the, the Snell deal is official. Oh, my God. Just ridiculous, the way that baseball operates. The BBD said right before we got started, the Canely deal is official as well. So, just so ordered a week ago. It's nuts. Um, cold up there, dude. When we played golf, it was so cold. Yeah, dude, it's been cold. You're golfing, golfing. Yeah, the course was packed. Really? Saturday, it's packed. We did 18 holes, but there was a frost delay of two hours, so we were supposed to tee off at 10. We teed off at noon, so that pushed us into like. The four o'clock area, the mm. sun's down. Four thirty. Last couple holes were cold. Yeah, that's that's not a good time. That's not a good time. I played well on the back nine though, so I was had more fun on the back nine. A lot of hard sevens or what? No, I was hitting the driver well eventually. Like that. Or was hitting the rental driver pretty bad. Hard making contact, but I kept topping it, or I kept topping it a lot. So just like nasty curveball. It was like Britain's Britain's split. Mm. And then I switched to Luke's brand new driver that he just got, which was just and then it was just right down the middle. Bang. So then I was hitting him real well. And we had some good putts, good chips. I was still not good at chipping, but Luke 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 Oh, I had two really good sand shots. Okay. Me and Luke crushed Brett and my dad. We played best ball. Eat bugs. I had two really good outs from the sand. So that was fun. But some of the sands were like ice. Yeah, that's tough. When you get a public course sand trap, it's usually a bad time. But No, this was a really nice course. Oh, okay. So, like, the bunkers were nuts. Like, Luke and I had to get out of one bunker that was, like, uh, taller than our head. Yeah. Like, we had to walk around. It was crazy. And then, but they don't, they don't rake the sand anymore because they don't like a communal rake because of COVID. But like, I thought yeah. we proved that you don't get it from touch anymore. So what are we doing? Yeah, dude. I, I kind of had those thoughts the other day because there's a lot of still like no COVID touch stuff. And I mean, I guess it's just being extra safe, but I thought it doesn't work that way. But uh, I'm pretty know, sure man. the only way you would get it from a sand rake is if someone coughed on the sand rake. 
handed it to you, and then you breathed in that air, like, rather quickly. Right. I think it's like there's not a 0% chance of getting it that way, so, like, they got to be careful. But if it's by touch, you're outside, you should be good. So no rake in the sand. Or an indoor concern. No rake in the sand. It's a bummer. Um, I got a bunch of new disc golfs as well from Katie's dad, which was awesome, like a mystery box. So I wanted to try them out really bad. Sure. So I went by myself because everyone was like sleepy nap mode, and I I wasn't. And then Luke met up with me, so we played uh, nine holes. How'd you? How'd you? How'd your arm swing them? Well, I have tailored my throw to the one disc I use. Mm. And we play a technical course where I never need, really need to air it out. Just kind of sure. like it gets me where I need to go and I can manipulate it. So I was trying new discs that could make me throw, I could throw farther with. And I found one, but not good at it. But then like if I was in a pinch, I'd just grab the old disc. And it was kind of crazy how well I can throw that one. And I was like, I think I tailored my arm to just go to this disc's flight path. I don't know if that's good or bad. Makes, practice makes perfect, man. That was good. Yeah. You watching sports over there? Like, what's the entertainment over there with Jess and your mom? Honestly, we're in a kind of weird place, if we're being honest. Uh, you know, we've got Netflix. That's about it if we go that route. But there's not really a central TV. So there's a downstairs living area, kitchen, couple bedrooms. We are in the upstairs. There's an upstairs loft and bedroom that's the bedroom i'm currently in but there's a little like landing area where there's a couch and the tv's up here so it's an interesting game we we've watched a little bit of netflix it literally she's got the antenna ears going so i get a couple local stations but like when it was raining really hard the other night nothing coming in we're not a technology family so um we uh, so I got to watch a little bit of the football on the weekends. It was on like the main channels. Like she got, a, she got a dish. No, like literally rabbit ears. I thought those aren't a thing anymore. It's it's out. I thought Obama canceled those. Whoa, politics, Jimmy coming out. No, I, that's honestly um, what I thought. I mean, so, I would have guessed those don't exist anymore, but. Jake's looking at one right now. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of been it, man. Between it's been a lot of eating, like eating has been almost four separate activities. Take the dog, uh, on some nice walks. There's a park over here. We did, a let him loose in the tennis court the other day, did some wind sprints in there. I opened up, opened up the legs a little bit, felt every muscle the next day. Um, we got him tired out and I gave him, I kind of gave him the business on one wind sprint. Obviously got a head start cause he's a dog. He uh, but you. I kind of gave him. The, what's that? No way you beat noodle on a race. It's like, it's like a three tennis court, um, thing. Oh, so, okay. I mean, I, I kicked into gear. He obviously was a dog realized it was a race and I beat him. So then I was kind of peacocking and I turned the other way and started to go. And he knew that another race was coming uh, and he checked me. So he catches up. He comes up to the side of me and it was like a horse race, dude. He body checked me. Um, and it was kind of mean. So we did that. There's also a baseball field. We did the same thing broken there. No dogs allowed eat my butt. Um, but yeah, the activities have been low. A lot of just sitting at the table conversation. Um, you know, old Italian family stuff, just staring at each other. 
Locking up baseball fields pisses me off. Yeah, tell them, baby. Like, it's a fucking baseball field, and you're not going to let kids go play baseball on it? Yeah. What are we doing? I used to drive around with my brother Luke to try and throw batting practice to him when he was 10 and I was 20 or whatever, and all these fields in the middle of the day, perfect sunny day, you can't get on them. Like, I understand if someone reserves it for practice, sure, we'll leave. But if no one's there, let the public use a public park. Like, they're locking up public parks and keeping them away from kids. It's bullshit. Encourage kids to play things. Isn't that nuts? Oh, yeah. Pisses me off. Anyway, antennas are making a comeback. They were dead. They were dead like five, 10 years ago. They stopped selling them all together, and now they're making a comeback. Your mom is part of 10% of the population or less yeah, than 10%. This doesn't, this doesn't look like a comeback antenna. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, well, I, the, like the description's pretty bad. Like You may be able to get 10 to 20 channels. Oh, yeah. I mean, she, you you won't see a person care about TV less than my mother. What's your mom's downtime activities? No idea. No idea. It's kind of been the running question between me and Jess. Um, I'm guessing copious sex with her new husband. Um, <laughs> otherwise, I don't I don't really know. Um, oh, snap. That was lit. Uh, so, yeah, we're uh, we're figuring like, out, you know, crosswords, knitting, drinking. You know what I think she does? I think she enjoys, well, she has been spending a lot of time with the new husband. Yeah. Um, but um, I, she also, she plays like a, a Scrabble online game. I think we've talked about this before. Lexulus. I think it's like Facebook's version of Scrabble. So I think if, if there's like a, a downtime moment for her, if it's not cooking or hanging out or doing whatever, I, I think that's the go-to like board activity. All right. I like that. We got some new games. My mom doesn't play games with us as a family. <clears throat> Never plays games. Sure. But she always facilitates the game. So, like, every Christmas she'll go to, like, the Target game section and buy, like, three different new games mm. and just, like, divvy them out. And then she goes to sleep and lays in her bed. And while we play, and we're like, Mom, play with us. And she's not interested in playing. They're interested in that she always facilitates it, doesn't play. But anyway, she bought a new – or I think, actually, my sister and her boyfriend – Suggest this one. It's called Codename. I love it. Yes, I love Codenames. Codenames is good. I uh, Okay, so Hunter, my uh, Ritzy's boyfriend, he played it with us. So you know how to play? Yes. It's a it's a mix of Pyramid and, battle, and Battleship is what I kept saying. Like there's okay. a bunch of words on it. <clears throat> For anyone that doesn't know how you play, one person has to connect a bunch of diff- other words with only one word, and then his team has to guess which words. So, you know, one time I had March, Cap, and London. And they were the last three. And I needed my team to guess all three. March, Cap, and London. So I'm like, what one word can I say? Like those night guys, what are they? What's that? The London guard guys, like what are they? Yeah, but I don't know how you get March. I thought about those. Oh, March of the Soldiers. Yeah, yeah, that would have been good. But then you have to know, like, your teammates. Will they know this? Right. I said showers. Ooh. One, two, three. Bam, bam, bam. Got them all three. It's so fun. But <clears throat> but while they're thinking and guessing, I especially and no one else could keep like a poker face. Ooh, interesting. So they'd be like, maybe it's March. And I'd be sitting there and I'd be like, oh. oh. So I had to turn around. I'd get up and turn yeah. around. 
But uh, Hunter said that he played it with other people and he's never seen anyone have a problem with that. But we were all yeah, like... I mean, that's supposed to be like the cool part of the game. No. Like, that's supposed to be the internal, like, internally you die and then you release that afterwards. Yes, but I was dying with too much emotion. You were dying externally. Yes. Uh, it's great. It's great. a fun game. I would recommend it for anyone. It's, uh, you know, the interesting strategies. Sometimes you just try to get two words. Sometimes you just got to get one word, get it going. And there's one death word on the board. So if you guess that, your team automatically loses. So you got to dodge the death word. Which, yeah. That's tricky when you're given hints because you don't want someone to connect that and that. If someone's about to guess the death word, I think that's the only time in the game that the nervous reaction's almost allowed. Because, oh. I mean, that's game over. I couldn't do it. I was, you know, yeah. I would give the word and then they would go like, boom, boom, boom. They'd name all three. And I'm like, holy shit, they got it. And then and then they'd start contemplating others and thinking in and out. And I was like, oh, can't do that. Yeah. That's a fun no, game. We, uh, I wanted to bring it to the yeah. office, but everyone made fun of me. Like, you can't bring an, a game to the office that you're good at. And I was like, well, what am I going to bring? A game to the office I'm bad at? Like, what is, what's the alternative? What the hell does that mean? Don't listen to them at all. And I mean, good is just, I mean, that's an opinion. You could be good amongst your family, but you could bring it into the office and you could get trashed. You could get race boated. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I do think I was pretty good at it. <clears throat> My dad had a really good yeah. one. That connect I, I'm. I think it's like connecting people. And I think that's something that we're kind of good at. Like I, you know, you, you find the simplest way to connect the words and that's the best way to do it. My sister, um, Courtney, think, crazy brain. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the thing. Some people go too far with it and you're like, Oh, you just, you missed it. Like you can't expect me to jump there. Um, I'd say my, my best one that I, I, it's not illegal, but again, it's, it's where creativity meets skill in this game. Uh, we were doing a two-on-two -two couples, uh, guys versus girls. Me and my me and my buddy Jack Strobel, um, Jack Strobel, Jake Storielli, similar names. He's hot. I'm not. Um, the girls the girls were beating us a little bit, and me and Jack were peacocking because we go back a few years. Um, so they got a pretty big lead, and it was like, okay, if we don't get three, it's game over. Um, and my words, I forget what they were. No way to connect them though. Was digging deep, digging deep, but the way they were laid out on the board was a triangle and Jack somehow put it together without any weird hand signals or anything. He figured out the triangle. So it was beautiful. That's moment. incredible. Yeah. The girls were in disbelief. It was, I was a weird pride kicks in. Um, <clears throat> at code names, my sister, Courtney, sometimes just on a crazy different wavelength. And I, me and my dad were able to catch her wavelength. And she said, like, orchestra, so conductor we got. And then there was nothing else that fit except tube. And we we're like, maybe she's saying tube because it kind of sounds like tuba. Yeah. So we guessed it, and it was right. But she said, not tuba. Orchestras are full of tubes, instruments. It's like, whoa. I was kind of there, but, yeah, again, that's tough because some of those thoughts can be so right, and some of those thoughts can be so wrong. Yeah. Max Manish just said that he would pay good money to watch us play code names. Maybe if we ever get together, like spring training trip again, we'll we'll do some yeah. board game stuff. Some players. Code names, good game. Uh West Brom got killed today. Five nothing. Leads. 
They gave Liverpool a match, though. Yeah. I mean, nothing matters. They're they're getting relegated. Pride, Jim. Champions League is better anyway. That's what they all say. That's what everyone says, so. Yeah. Where did the suit and ties go? Asks Peter Kozlina in the chat. You'll find Not out. Sure. Not sure what Peter's talking about, but maybe check it out Monday, January 4th. You got anything else you want to talk about before we go into trivia and stuff? I'm trying to think. Anything else? Went to a dog park. Noodle got really muddy. Had to bathe him. Um, Max getting better at jumping on people. I like that. Didn't jump on us when we got home yesterday. Pretty nice. So it's nice. And he's sleeping in his crate. Fine. He just wakes up before us, which is annoying, and whines until we wake up. But, like, he goes in there fine, doesn't cry at night. So inch by inch. Inch by inch, man. The, the the crate helm is the way to do it. Uh, Noodle, uh, well, a lot of people are doing this now, but Noodle sleeps with my mom while while he's here, so that's a fun t- fun twist for him. Um, not really, man. I- excited to go to Vermont. I was just, uh, dude, I haven't been up to Vermont since we went Vermonting. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, when else would we shoot up to Vermont? I don't know. Yeah. That was such a bad vacation. It was tough. It was tough. It was a young guy's vacation. <laughs> we were, it was winter break at college. So we were just sitting around the house playing cards and drinking. We're like, hey, let's yeah. go to Vermont. Let's go to a ski town. So we booked a, uh, like a condo, I think it was, or some sort of, it wasn't a standalone house. We built, booked an apartment. It was like a condo, I guess, would you say? Yeah. We booked a condo in Vermont. We were like, let's go Vermont, and we drove all the way up there, and we thought it was going to be a ski town with, like, bars and nightlife, and yeah, we're not going to hit the slopes, but we'll hang out with everyone else. Complete dead town. There was one bar, and there was two people inside the bar, so we just hung out inside the house, drank, and played card games. We, like, literally did the same exact thing we were doing at our college house, but in in a condo we paid for. But there's good stories that come from it. I mean, the you mentioned that bar with two people in it. Our our designated driver, who was actually a designated driver, but he's one of the most ridiculous people on the planet. They didn't allow him in. They thought he was too drunk. He was dead ass sober. That happened to him a lot. Yeah, he's a, <laughs> was he one of the weirdest guys we've ever met? Wait, was it Ken? Ryan Scott. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So it happened to Ken a lot. Yes. Oh, my God, I forgot that Ryan Scott. Yeah. What's he doing? I don't know. Oh, Ken was usually, like, tipsy. Ryan Scott was yeah. completely sober. Completely stone-cold sober. He was our designated driver, and they did not let him into the bar. So we couldn't go drink out and about because... <laughs> he wasn't our- allowed into the bar. Yeah, it, it's, it, one, like he was he was old so enough. He, he's just in. I don't even know how to describe. Him. He was so like silly stonerish, but he was also like a con- he was he was like the black sheep of a construction site. Like that was his work, but he was the most ridiculous human you've ever met. It was pretty fun. It was a good time. Call him up. Hey, what was the name of that town? Like Licklinter or something like that? Couldn't have been that though. It was something with an L. Licklinter. 
I think it was Lint Liquor. Lick Linter. What are you saying? <sighs> Where was it, man? Was that Sam's birthday or is that another weekend? Sam's birthday was with Proach, right? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people. Sam's birthday is where the penis in the pizza picture comes from. Right. Ludlow, Vermont? Ludlow? Might have been Ludlow. I, I Googled Vermont Towns. Okay. Good job, BBD. An L in it. Do they have Vermont Towns alphabetical? <laughs> um, on the Wikipedia page, list of towns in Vermont. So We always we end up here. We might be in luck. <laughs> Starts with an L. All right, I'll find this motherfucker. We'll find it for sure. Londonberry? No. No. Linden? Might have been Linden. Linden sounds familiar. It's in Caledonia County, if that helps. No. I think it was Linden. Linden sounds kind of familiar. Um, all right. I have a trivia for you. Boom, 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 boom. Do you watch oh. any sports? What? Have you been watching any sports? Are you tuned into anything besides baseball starting to get going? No, I played golf video game with Luke. Okay. What, um, do you know any other details on it? I know that it's not Tiger Woods because I said, is this Tiger Woods? And he said, no. But it's like Tiger Woods. Yeah. We played. Like you're just, okay. Just a normal video game. 2K? Yeah, 2K21. I've been playing that. It's actually, it's pretty good. It's similar. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't bad at it. Luke was getting frustrated because he's not good at going down and up in a straight line. And he was like shocked at how good I can go down and up in a straight line. And I was very like confused. Mm. Like, why why can't you? The timing's hard. Yeah. Too slow, too fast. It's like, what am I even doing that's different? Like, you don't know. Yeah. You just got to get that rhythm. Get that thumb rhythm up I was pretty decent at it. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty similar to the Tiger, the old Tiger Woods video games that were fun. Like, it's a little more challenging. Yeah, I didn't play any of those. I watched you guys play, but I never played. Yeah, we had a good time. We played some good drinking games to, to Tiger Woods Golf. Lindenville, Vermont, the chat says. It might have been Lindenville, which we're saying Linden. So the same place? We liked Linden, and you started with Link Litter, so... I think we went to Lindenville. I don't know. Um, trivia. It's time for trivia. Mm. Jake, which team? Hit the most. Mm. Tying or go ahead home runs. In the 2020 season. Go ahead run at the plate, tying run at the plate, home run result of the at bat in the 2020 season, which okay, which team hit the most? And then tell me anything else your thoughts are. Okay. Go ahead so they hit a home run to either tie or take the lead. Yep. Okay. So it's got to be a team that hit a lot of home runs, I'd assume. Mm, yeah, I think. I don't know. Short season, oh, okay. so I don't know, like, the team list. Yeah, of- no, that's fair. That's fair. Um, 
I, I was going just, I'm showing my mentality. You said, tell me everything I'm thinking about. Um, Cause we were trying to hack into this brain of mine. Um, I'd assume it's a good team from last year, because if you're tying or taking the lead or hitting home runs, that's a good thing. They were up there in, in team leaders. Okay. Were they a good team last year? Yes. Okay. Um, Honestly, I've got a weird one that jumped to the forefront. Uh, My initial lean was the Atlanta Braves. The Braves hit the second most home runs in all of baseball last season with 103, but they were seventh in tying or go-ahead home runs. Okay, interesting. Okay, yeah, I was thinking that there might be a caveat where... It's 1-1, to give you a big hint. What? The first place team is the first place team in both. So the most home runs? Yeah. Ah, look at that. So my brain was right with my first thought. No idea who hit the most. Um, I mean, Padres? No, they were sixth in game tying or go ahead, and they were fourth in home runs. Who hit the most home runs last year? Dodgers? Dodgers. Okay. Now, here's a fun caveat to this. Fun caveat. The team with the second most go-ahead or game-tying home runs. So, we'll just call them clutch home runs. The team with the second most game-tying or go-ahead home runs was also the team with the 13th most home runs in all of baseball. So, they really made their home runs count. Have any guesses? A middle-of-the-pack home run team made their homers count a lot more. Um, let's go with um, the Tampa Bay Rays. Mm-mm. The San Francisco Giants. Ooh, Los Hibido Gigantes. They had a lot. Man, I, we didn't talk about this on Talking Baseball, but dude, the Rockies, the Giants, and the D-backs. Like... Sorry, guys. I saw your tweet where you were trying to put together the best of those three teams to see if they could compete with the Dodgers or Padres. It's pretty wild. The lineups there? I mean, the lineup is arguably better because you're getting the best hitter from each position. But the pitching doesn't hang with the Padres or the Dodgers. Like, if you combine those three teams, it would be a third-place team, which is insane, man. And I I hope... I hope those teams realize it and start selling, man. Move, actually move Arenado and Story, the Rockies. We'll see. It's not really a seller's market. Like, they might see that return for Darvish and be like, eh, never mind. We'll wait a year. I mean, you basically got to be a first-round pick, right? Yeah, just, just one. So I'm doing a... I'm doing a Q&A with the high school today. Right. Tonight. Um, and I was just trying to look up their roster, try to find any nugget, do some little, have some fun with the kids. And yeah. uh, I found that they have two players go to the MLB from this team, Princeton, New Jersey. And both players have only, play, have only played for the Yankees professionally. Mike Ford. Yeah, Mike Ford is one. You'll never get the other one. Like, ever. 
His name, Steve Garrison. Ooh. So I was just looking at Steve Garrison's career. He drafted by the Brewers, waved, traded to the Padres. Padres waved him. Yankees picked him up. Yankees uh, called him up and put him into a game in the 2011 season. And Girardi put him in because the Yankees were up seven. There's two outs to go. Give him a hometown debut in front of all his audience. His only appearance ever in the big, just one game, two batters, got both of them out. And uh, he's, I was, so I was looking like, oh, is there something fun I can do here? And then I saw the roster, and he's the assistant coach on the team right now. Mm. So I did a breakdown of his only appearance, and I sent it to the coach ahead of time. I was like, hey, well, they might enjoy this. Nice, man. But that lineup, that clubhouse that he was in, is insane. Like, I was just, so he got the last out of the game, so he's in the handshake line, so I was looking at it. I mean, it's nuts, Jake. You got Russell Martin, Jorge Posada, A.J. Burnett, C.C. Sabathia, Bartolo Colon, Freddie Garcia, Phil Hughes, Eric Chavez, Brett Gardner, Nick Swisher, Derek Jeter, Mark Teixeira, Robinson Cano, Mariano Rivera, um, Dickerson, Curtis Granderson. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, that's not even a lot of like Yankee names. Those are a lot of like name names. Yeah, and there was a weird thing for the Yankees where they kept trying to find that Yankee jolt to put into some veterans, like guys like an Eric Chavez. I wonder if that team or one of those teams with A-Rod is the team that like made the most money ever playing baseball? Probably. Right? Andrew Jones started the game. Yep. So that's another, like, name name. I mean, borderline Hall of Famer. Yeah. A-Rod was on that team, but he was hurt, so he wasn't there that day. Ah. Isn't that pretty crazy? It's crazy. So, hey, he was out there. He did it. Yeah, Boone Logan also pitched. Garcia, Boone Logan, him. Ivan Nova, Rafael Soriano was on that team in the bullpen. Batansis, Jabba. It was cool. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. You got a trivia? I've got a trivia for you and Big Baby David. Since the year... 2000 in the year 2000 in there have the been year 2000 there have been four pitchers who have thrown eight or more complete games in a season four starting pitchers eight or more complete games in a single season Randy Johnson. Randy Johnson won. He did it one, two, he did it twice. Do the question one more time. Since the year 2000. Since the year 2000. Four starting pitchers have had seasons with eight complete games or more. Doc Holliday. Doc Holliday, man. Roy Holliday had four of them. Bartolo Colon. Bart is not here. No. Pedro. Pedro was close. Pedro had one year of seven. Mike Messina. 
No on the moose. Musina had six in 2000. That was his record. So they needed eight in one season? Eight in one season. So it's got to be like early 2000. Like Verlander probably never got eight. Verlander's high score is six in 2012. I'm trying to think of like Hall of Famers from the early 2000s. What about Schilling? Uh, Schilling, Schilling had five one year in 2002. The, uh, the other two remaining, so it's Randy Johnson, Roy Holiday, two others. Uh, they're each on there one time. Um, it was 08 in 2011. Johan Santana. No Johan. Cole Hamels. Um... No Cole. Cliff Lee. Cliff Lee had six. Damn. Cliff Lee had six. There's one is a season that I reference a lot, and I think it's pretty special. Um, And the other is kind of the reason for the trivia question. What season? The Royals? An individual season. An individual season that Jake references a lot from a pitcher. Something, something a player did that I think a player will never do again. Throw eight shutouts in a season. Three, yeah. Three, eight complete games in a season. You're close. This is probably an innings limit you don't think will happen again. Al Leiter. Oh, I love Big <laughs> Al, but no. I think he was done by 08. I don't know. An HBO documentary just came out about oh, him. Oh, CC Sabathia? CC special season where he got traded and went full vagabond oh, mode. The, he had the three. He had right. 10 complete games that year uh, in 2008. And number one was 2011, the Tampa Rays. Shields? James Shields had 11 complete games. <laughs> For the Tampa Rays in 2011, and that's the record since 2000. Jesus. Ain't it funny how things change? 11 complete games. 11 complete games in 2011. Jesus. That's nuts. <laughs> yeah. I, I have the 2011 Rays pulled up now. Another pitcher had two that year. Do you have that up? Do you know? No, I don't. Hellickson. Jeremy Hellickson, hot. I mean, James Shields has never had more than three in any other season. Holy smokes, dude. From 2008 to 2016, James Shields was a horse. They, uh... Wait, hold on. That might even... No, sorry, from 2000, James Shields is a horse his whole fucking career. In his 13 years in the bigs, he started less than 31 games twice. And the first time is his rookie season. Did he even make his debut in April? 
probably was on like a 30-game pace from whenever he got no, called No, he up. made his debut May 31st. May 31st, so I'm not even counting that year. So the only season in which James Shield has pitched a full season and hasn't thrown more than 31 starts is 2017. And he threw 21. I did not realize he was that much of a, a horse. I did not realize he ate that many innings in games. Over 200 innings in all but three seasons, those two that we already mentioned. I mean, talk about a throwback, man. 33 or 34 starts pretty much every year, 200-plus innings. It's uh, it's crazy, man. I mean, a decade later, the game's gotten so different. Um, I'm not counting I mean, his... So he's... Not counting his rookie season, again, because that wasn't a full season. He only has two seasons where he didn't pitch more than 200 innings. That's crazy. It's crazy, man. It's uh, definitely a throwback guy, and he got... Let's see. It looks like one year he got roughed up pretty good. I'm I'm excited for us to cross paths with him at this point because 2010 was the only year he really got knocked around. And knowing what we know about baseball players now, I would almost guarantee you he was hurt. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that's a clear outlier. So in April for the Rays, he threw back-to-back complete games, one earned run, and then zero earned runs. And then the next game, eight innings pitched one earned run. Okay, here, from June 14th, June 19th, June 24th, three complete games in a row. Zero earned runs, zero earned runs, one earned run. Feeling it. 15 games, eight innings or more. There's some... Did he get Cy Young votes that year? His, uh... The complete game year, he finished third in the Cy Young. Who won? Verlander. Something to be said about those innings, man. Yeah. Verlander won MVP that year, too. That sucks. <laughs> Just give him one? Like, give James one? Come on, now. Come on, now. Jared. Oh, my God. Jared Weaver finished second that year. Baseball's a sick sport, man. CC was fourth. CC was fourth. Damn. Fifth place, Jose Valverde. Mm. I hated Jose Valverde. I really hated him. <laughs> BBD's Jose Valverde. Two Tigers in the top five. And one of them a reliever. Um. Hey, look at look, would you would you look at this? Um, his opponents. OPS slash OPS plus. Everything got, he got better as the game went on. Batting average, OPS, everything went. Third time through was his best time through. That's amazing. For, for him. Baseball, make more James Shields. Right. But I don't think he gets the respect that we're giving him right now. No. He's like kind of, I don't want to say he's kind of a joke now, but for a while, there's all the talk about like big game James because that's his nickname, but he never had like a big playoff game or anything. Ploof says he gave so. himself that nickname. <laughs> I forgot Ploof said that. Yeah. People really don't like that that was his nickname. Well, hey, Verlander like- threw more innings than Shields in 2011. 
He threw 251. Shields threw 249. Was that? I'm assuming that was Verlander's six complete game year. No, Verlander only had four complete games. I guess he had a few of those sicko years. Um, and he only he started 34 games, and Shields started 33, and he had two more innings than him. And a much better ERA. Yeah, Verlander deserved it, Jake. It's good. Verlander deserved it. Get off his ass. He won 24 games, too. Get on his ass. He had a whip under one. Fucking Verlander. In the NL, Kershaw won. He probably also deserves it. I don't think, I don't think Shields would have gotten it if he was just in the NL instead. Makes you appreciate, man. I mean, the guys like Verlander and Kershaw that yeah. do it like across baseball generations is nuts because there's there's a lot of guys, and it's not to be rude to them, but in like the James Shield or Jared Weaver buckets that it's like there's a lot of guys that are good at baseball for, you know, three, five seasons. To do it for over a decade is nuts. <sighs> James Shield had one game in 2011 that just fucked him, Jake. Fucked him. Four innings pitched, 10 earned runs. Who got him? The Oakland A's. I mean, if he doesn't have that one game, fuck. Can't wait to bring that up to him. And they did nine of the runs in one inning. Listen to the names that got him. Connor Jackson, Ryan Sweeney, Cliff Pennington, Scott Sizemore, Landon Powell, Jameel Weeks, Coco Chris, Padeki Matsui, Josh Willington. The team was mean. Matsui had a three-run homer. Uh, and that's obvious. All right, so Verlander's Cy Young plus MVP season 2011. He, he started 34 games. Guess how many games he did not complete the sixth inning. Complete the six innings. So better than, okay. So 6.2 or no, 5.2. 5.2 doesn't count. He had to complete right, the, right. the sixth inning. I'll say he didn't get there twice. Zero. It's pretty nice. That's he, a horse. That's Nate. That, and he only did the sixth inning. I mean, this is, he only did the sixth inning eight times. It's a horse. He completed the seventh inning. Holy smokes. 26 times <laughs> out of 34. <laughs> I mean, that's not going to happen anymore. You're not going to have, you're not going to see this shit anymore. Well, this is 10 years ago already. That's 10 years ago. And that's dude that. So I started when I was looking at it, I figured I'd do a pitching one. Cause I, I normally lean towards hitting ones. And I was looking at just like complete games and strikeouts in a season. And I mean, all the numbers from the 1800s are like old, old Rass Hothburn, you know, had 60 complete games that year. So I was like, okay, let's find some pendulum. And dude, even going back, you hit the 70s and 80s, and those guys would try to go complete game every game. It's, uh, it's a whole new world. Whole new world. Mm. A new fantastic point of view. 
No one to tell us where to go or what to do or say that we are only dreaming. Uh, all right. Want to go to halftime? We get there. Halftime whistle. Boom. We have something, Jake, but you're not here. What do we have, BBD? Is it, is it a... No snack. This was a package we got at the post office today. Okay. The guy who sent it DM'd in. I think he's in the chat. Um, said you aren't going to like it, but the version of it you would have... I don't know. Let's just open it. All right. Okay. I'll Love look get- like I'm peering in. Yeah, get close so it looks like you're you're really in here. Like, oh, oh, does Jake yeah. have a view that we don't? No. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I see it. Nice packaging. No, it was tough. I kept um. My hey, Peter Cosma made... in the chat says you have great skin. Thank you. I have heard that before. Um, I don't know tricks. I just attack pimples when they're on my face. Um, my mom made pretty good Brussels sprouts. Uh, I kept calling them asparagus and like, not even as a joke, like to the point where Jess got pretty mad at me. So I just wanted that out there. Okay. Did you just think it was asparagus? Do you just not know the difference or just accident? It's tough to say. It's tough to say. It just, it wouldn't connect. I can see myself very easily making that mistake. So I like Brussels sprouts. What do you got there? Is that a book? Oh, well, it's hardcover, but it's poetry books. So I don't even care. This is really for morning. I don't think you're going to care about this, Jake. So this dude. Uh, that's what he said. You wouldn't. You said you wouldn't like the cover. But it's poem, so that's fine. I assume, yeah, I assume dude, now it makes sense. How did he find hardcover. this? So who who sent me this? Um, I know at one point he said how to pronounce it, but it's the, it's as if something. Oh, Adam. Yes. Adam. Dude, this this guy wrote poems. And I, I found I found his book of poems at the bookstore, and I love them. They're just wholesome dad poems. And on morning, I would do a poem every morning. Um, mm. So this, I couldn't find any other poems by this dude. I was getting mad. I don't know how Ajda found it. This is awesome. So are Museum get, of Dreams. Are we a poem? You want a poem? This one's about baseball. Okay. We like baseball. Well, we just talked about it a little bit. As a kid, me and my best friend Jerry caught a night game at Ebbets Field and watched the Dodgers beat the Giants just before the bums abandoned us and beat it out of town. Podres was unstoppable, a smooth southpaw with a slippery slider, and Junior Gilliam ate up every grounder at second with the graceful gait of a gifted ballet dancer. Peanuts and pop-ups held our hearts, and in the ninth, Campanella hit a homer so high that I knew New York owned every star in the sky and that baseball belonged in Brooklyn forever. Look at that. Then his dreams came crashing down, man. Yeah, don't read the next chapter of that poem. He knew it would be there forever. No, that guy's like everything I like. He's just like a family. Well, besides he's like a a psychiatrist for people that are diagnosed with cancer and they're dying or something but as a hobby he writes poems about just like wholesome being a dad and a family man in New Jersey like shoveling snow and decorating Christmas and kissing his beds goodnight and playing baseball 
Sure. It's awesome. That's it. That's all. Thank you to Adam. I'll, I'll, uh, we'll start reading those in the morning show. I'll do one tomorrow. Thanks, Adam. He's the best. His name is, uh, Roger Granite. If anyone's interested, I just randomly found the book at a bookstore in Montclair. Appreciate it. Cool. Thank you. Anything else at halftime? We don't have a snack because you're not here. So I'll eat some. Eat that picture frame right behind you. Might have some good flavor to it. There's Jake. Not looking at the camera. Never. Neither is Renee, really. Someone must have been making you smile off camera. Oh, and he's gone. Oh, I think we have a similar picture in my house. Maybe that was I'm like a theme. not to look at the camera. It's supposed to be an off-camera look. Yeah. Uh, you're back. You got kicked off. They said you were too ugly. Yeah, I went. I went to the dark place for a minute. Yeah, yeah. Scary. I mean, yeah. A big thing showed up on <laughs> our screen that said, "Ah, no ugly babies." Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that our program had a rule. You. Uh? Jake's gone. I hate the no ugly baby rule. Yeah, no, but it's good. Um, hey, where's my bird, BBD? Your bird? Yeah. It's safe. Jake's gone again. Gotta... Someone in the chat just asked if this is the day I'm going to bite the bird's head off. I'd like it to be. I'm going to send Jake a new link. All right, we're getting Jake back in here. Yeah, BBD and Jake stole my bird, and they've hit it somewhere. And if I know them, Jake's like a lazy hider, so it might just be behind these curtains. Or somewhere else entirely. But no bird for me. If I'm being completely honest, I had no part in the hiding of the bird. I would assume, but I would assume Jake did specifically hide it somewhere. So window's like wide open where we run the ACF. Is it? <laughs> uh, and there's been a lot of commotion coming out. Yeah, I mean, there's probably a lot of sound. we got to fix that window situation. Yeah. Jake, Jake doesn't take care of the window. We've been meaning day. to uh, also change the tape, but we didn't do that all season or at any point in the off season. Yeah, maybe we get designer curtains soon. Yeah. Gotta get more the green soon. pops kind of weird, which works on this show. Because we have kind of the green thing going. Oh, here's Jake's back. But it looks kind of bad when it's uh, not this show. No ugly baby rule is pretty messed up. Yeah, well, show it again and risk dying, I guess. I'm not showing that. And I wish you wouldn't talk about my sister that way. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Hey, where's that bird? Oh, yeah, for sure. I just checked behind the curtain. I thought maybe that would be the laziest place you would have hit it. The thing's completely off the window. We just got noise and fresh air coming in mm. as, like, the AC runs. Pretty dumb. It's a, it's a wrestling match over there. I mean, you give it one bump, and it's uh, it's having a bad time. Maybe we should tape it or something? No. That'll never work. <sighs> Dude, what's going on with football? Like, did the Giants play on Sunday? Yeah, they lost. Dude. To the Browns? Or was that uh, last lost Sunday? the Browns last Sunday night. And then the Browns lost, the lost to the Jets? 
Browns lost to the Jets this week. The Giants have a chance to make the playoffs. They play the Cowboys. Whatever team wins that game, if, the night if Washington game, loses, night game is Eagles Washington. If Washington wins, they're in. If Washington loses, the winner of Dallas and the Giants. And the one fun caveat is, is that the Washington football team may not have a quarterback. Why so. did Why did they release Haskins? Sucks. Yeah, but why Why release him? Did they sign up? He's also been like a distraction off the field. Uh, not air quotes. I mean, he went to a strip club last week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then played really, really badly. And he's been benched four times this year. Dude, how about nut job Bobby Skinner all over it? Yeah. That Haskins wasn't going to be good. Yeah. And and Cowherd said Haskins was going to be better than Murray. Yeah, man, it's a it's the tough thing with quarterbacks. And dude, I got scared for Bobby and talking Giants for a little bit because he was all in on Daniel Jones and he was so hard on Haskins that I was like, all right, Haskins goes to Washington and you know Bobby's having fun and you can recover from that. Or if Haskins becomes real good, be like, oh. Well, my life is a nightmare, but he's, he was kind of right. Like football guy, Bobby. What was Bobby's, what was Bobby's reasoning? Didn't he say he just had a lot of playmakers at Ohio? Yeah. At Ohio state. I mean, they're on every given Saturday, they are the best team unless you play one of three other teams in the country. So guys are just wide open. You just stand in the pocket and hit the open guy, which is not the NFL. Good job, Bobby. Good job, Bobby. What else do we need to do? Should we just go to the news? Let's go to the news. I read the news. You have the sound. I still don't have the sound. I still don't have the sound. I read the news today, oh boy. And though the news was rather sad, well, I just had to laugh. Well, it's 6 o'clock. Time for the news. A man walked the circumference of the earth without leaving his home city. Wow. An exceptionally well-preserved snack bar has been unearthed at Pompeii. We're going to skip that. I'll tell you why. Tropicana apologizes for suggesting mimosas are the answer to pandemic parenting. Congress legalizes Smokey the Bear impersonations. Huge. Police used a trick from The Simpsons to catch criminals, and it actually worked! Parents convicted in 2009 of Balloon Boy hoax have been pardoned. Falcon, you remember that story? Falcon? Where's Falcon? Uh, the man who was trapped in, his, in, in this apartment for 28 years has finally been freed. Shit. That's a lot. the news today, oh boy. All right, we got a lot here. Um... The Pompeii snack bar is so yeah. cool and so awesome, but I, I I did it as the rabbit hole in the morning show with Ant that comes out next okay. Monday, and I talked about how I've been to Pompeii and how much I love it, so I'm going to skip that for here. Um, add. Add. Go listen to the morning show Monday mornings and on Instagram Live. Um, Can I get one detail on the candy bar? No, it's a snack bar, so it's like a food stand. Okay. So then it's done. There's paintings in the original color. On the wall still. Of like chicken and ducks. Because 
that's what was in the containers. And there's a there's a picture of a dog with a leash on it, like leash your dog. And this is from 97, 95 AD. Right. Um, and then they, they found jars with the meat preserved in them. And like you it's like it's a Chipotle of Pompeii, dude. Like there's like a countertop and there's bowls, and then underneath was the boiling pot of water to keep it hot. It was hot food. You would walk up, you make yourself a plate, you pay for it and leave. It's fucking awesome. Pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, man walks circumference of earth without leaving his home city. Uh, this, I think, is bullshit. This dude just walk yeah. in place for two years and then say, oh, the earth spun. I'll so click he it. Just, this guy just never lost, left his town and walked around? I'm guessing he I found guess he, a spot on the axis of the Earth that where it spins. You only, I don't know. Let's or he's or he found whatever the miles it needs to be. I didn't read the article yet. He just walked that many like laps on the track. I'll read it until we find the yeah. answer and I get sick of it. A retired a retired business consultant has worked walked the equivalent of the circumference of the Earth without leaving it. The equivalent of the circumference of the Earth. Right. That's not in the title. It's just a guy who's walking a lot to keep active and wants other people to walk a lot to keep active. Like, why is that? I don't know. You can't say walk the circumference of the earth and then you click the link and says work the equivalent. I thought it was going to be some science bullshit. Instead, it's literally just a dude walked. You know how many people have probably walked? In his town. He hasn't left his town. Yeah. You know how many people have probably done that? Well, that's what I thought the caveat would be, is that other people go to work or they go anywhere to go to another town. I thought the caveat would be like, this guy has not left his hometown in three years. I could get you, I think I could easily, quickly find 2,000 people that have done this. I just go find mailmen that live in the same town that they work in, that are have a walking route, and I guarantee they've done it. I mean, have they left their town or not? Are we still doing that as the caveat? Yeah, I'm no? saying they, they deliver in the town they live in. Right, but even if your grocery store is in the next town or something like that, you're done. Maybe they drive there. You just got to walk. You can have more miles on your walking that happened out of town, but these specific amount of miles happened in town. Yeah, I mean, the, the whole thing's dumb. A lot of people walk. Dumb. 40, 40, over 40,000 kilometers over four years. Kind of feels like not that How many much. is miles? Kilometers. Nobody knows. A, five, a 5K is like 3.1 miles. 24,000 miles. Divided by 6,000 miles per year. It is a lot of walking. He's a 70-year-old man. That, that in itself, like, good for you, guy. Okay, 70-year-old guy walks a lot. 6,200 miles per year, uh, 517 miles per month, 17 miles a day. That's a lot. That's a lot of walking. A lot. Okay. 70 years old. I guess he started when he was 66. I now think the number's a lie. Okay. Awesome. What do we got? Uh. Veteran first baseman Justin Smoke is finalizing a deal with the Amiori Giants. So we'll earn him somewhere. They'll guarantee him somewhere in the six to seven million dollar range. So good for Justin Smoke. Justin Smoke, one of the only batters that Steve Garrison recorded an out against. Ooh. July twenty fifth, two thousand eleven. 
Big Justin Smoke Day. Lined out rocket to Brett Gardner in left field. Imagine if the Asian leagues start plucking players from MLB because they can just get paid better over there. Yeah. Like, what would Josh Bell make? $10 million a year in Asia? I don't know. Maybe. It depends on how much money. Like, a lot of them have rules. The CPBL had, like, only two foreigners per team. Right? Yeah. Tropicana apologizes for suggesting that mimosas are the answer to pandemic parenting. Like, what What was this? They just ran a com- com- commercial campaign saying, like, need to, need to take the edge off from the pandemic parenting. Settle yeah, down I with a mimosa. Commercial, commercial or even just a tweet. And, hey, this is double marketing for them, you know? It's, uh, yeah, it's like a commercial. Find the brightness of your day. And it says, parents, you're juggling it all. Find the ultimate moment of brightness for yourself wherever and whenever with a Tropicana mimosa, of course. Take a moment to help make your mornings a little. Hey, are they not allowed to do this because they're not an alcohol company? Because literally Corona does find your beach. Well, I'm wondering if it because it's linked to actual parenting. Like they're tying it into, you know, they're tying in the family drink of orange juice into like raising your family and drinking. I, I think it's, yeah, they, I mean, if a Budweiser commercial was like a, a dad and mom like wrestling the kids all day and then it, right. it, like Sunday night baseball starts and both dad and mom sit down on the couch and crack a Budweiser and they're like, I don't think anyone would have any pushback at all. but it, So I think it's just because Tropicana isn't in the alcohol game. Well, yeah, and it's a morning drink. I mean, the mimosa is made for the morning, so it's like, oh, got to deal with your kids? Go, go drink. Yeah, that's true. It's like be drunk during the day vibe. Yeah. Oh, I get it. I get it. So, yeah, maybe they should stay in your lane, Tropicana. You're a morning I drink. Like no. Double marketing for no. them. Now they're now their apology is making the rounds too. Bullshit. The they're advocating for drunk parents, Jake. Oh, tipsy Saturday. Kids ain't gonna die. Yeah. My mom used to keep Kahlua nips in her car. <laughs> oh snap. That was lit. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Big up for my mom. Copious amounts of sex and Kahlua nips in the car. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I am famous, too. Uh, all right. Tropicana doing their thing. Um, Congress legalizes Smokey the Bear impersonations. I wonder if Smokey the Bear is 100 years old. Okay. That's a lean. 100 years is when copyrights li- stop. And, like, this is the world's now. So, like, the first ever movie of, like, right. the train arriving, someone can have the rights to that, and, like, it can go from generation, or people can buy the rights after 100 years. Or, I don't know, I think it's 100 years it goes to the general public. Like, that. Nah, this just belongs to all humans. No one, no one owns this. Except okay. Disney, because they pay off Congress to keep re-upping their trademark. Just and a lot of other corrupt stuff. But I wonder, so, I wonder if that's what happened here. Maybe there was, maybe Smokey the Bear was like really important back in the day because it was like, don't start forest fires. That people were like, 
Oh, wow. Whatever he said. They wanted it out. And he's back. Don't say that again, man. They didn't like it. I, they're on to me. The Smokey the Bear stuff. Yes. I'm trying to read the article on Smokey the Bear, and it seems so boring. <laughs> Tough break, Smokey. Um, so there's just a lot of people like advocating that like, Hey, let us use Smokey the bear to, on a shirts. Let me see that article. <laughs> I'm out on this. I, I I don't care. You're out on it. Did I, you, you got instant bored there. I it was a lot of legal jargon. They didn't dumb it down enough for me. Sorry. I, Back- I should I, I bet a lot of companies are going to race to go make Smokey the Bear shirts now. Like, should we just make a Smokey the Bear John Boy Media shirt? Make one? Let's do it. You and Matt. I as two different Smokey the Bears? Smoking the Bear. <laughs> <laughs> How about those two frogs, man? Those look cool. That's pretty cute. Build-A-Bear frogs. Yeah. I like that. Oh, snap. That was lit. You can see BBD hovering over there. He's thinking of it. He's thinking of it. When's the rest... Uh, police use a trick from the Simpsons to catch a criminal, and it worked. The Simpsons just predicts the future, I guess, so. Simpsons. This is the Simpsons trying to uh, get ahead of they predict the future. So they're like, no, 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 no. We didn't predict this. Don't be on to us for being Illuminati. They took this from us. What's the trick? I'm interested. Oh, In 2017, Operation Holly involved police sending cards from a fake company to the addresses of some of their most wanted felons on the promise of receiving a free Christmas hamper. Oh, this isn't new. So if they wanted the hamper, they just had to give them a time and it would be delivered to their house. And then when the hamper got delivered, actually the cops to arrest them because they send the people with warrants. This isn't new. Simpsons didn't invent this. Um, there's like a video years ago because it was a DVD. They, they they sent out a bunch of guys that had um, warrants. Said, congrats, you won a free DVD. Show up at blah, 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 blah to pick it up. And then everyone walked in and got arrested or charged because they had warrants out. Well, what year is the Simpsons episode? Simpsons goes back like to the 80s, right? May- maybe, but... Maybe I don't know what Sims episodes from saying this. This is a like, this is one of the oldest tricks in the book for ploys. Like I yeah. think, like you know, the guys of Pompeii were doing this. Who the hell Maybe would want a free hamper? Like a like a clothes hamper. A Christmas hamper. What's a Christmas hamper? Oh, it was like a gift basket. Offered the recipients bottles of champagne, wine, Christmas pudding, and other treats. So okay, they're calling it a hamper. I do like the strategy behind it. You got to make it something that people could genuinely think they could get. Like if you make it a car, or I think the Simpsons episode, they said it was a boat. Like, you know, that doesn't seem real. But if someone says like, hey, you won this gift basket. It's got a little champagne, some candy in there. Come on down, pick it up. You'd be like, okay, yeah. I did win that. Yeah, and The Simpsons, it's a motorboat. It's season nine, episode eight. 
I don't know what year it's from. It's pretty Sim- early on season nine of the Simpsons. But again, I don't think the Simpsons invented this. Simpsons can't take full the, credit. The bottom line it. of the it? article, I thought it was going to be that like the police guy watched an episode of the Simpsons recently and that's why he decided to do it. But it said unclear if that's why they did it. It's like, oh, so it's not why they did it. Ah. And I don't think anyone that actually knows they have a warrant out for their arrest falls for this. I think it's a ton of people that just don't realize there's a warrant for their arrest. Right. You know what I mean? How 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 rich is the Simpsons guy? Pretty rich. Koenig, Koenig, how do you say it? Matt Groening, I think. Groening. Koenig is cereal, which is very similar. Very similar. Sarah Koenig. $600 million is what one of those random sites says. Not bad. Not bad for drawing some cartoons. Uh, the Falcon, the little kid, the parents that <laughs> did the fake... Where's Falcon? Um, got pardoned. Huge. That was a crazy day. Do you remember that? No. Do you remember that? You're probably pretty young, huh? I, I remember it happening. I didn't really know what it was at the time, but I did go as it for Halloween that year. This was, thought it was funny. This was a thing. Like This was like... Um, um, what's like a thing that swept up the country? Blue or white dress... Yanni or Laurel, mm. blue or white dress. Was it blue or white? Uh, there's black and blue and white and gold. White and gold. White and, was the first one that like really took over. Yeah, first like, like internet. Like Falcon Boy back in 2009. This was like a thing. Like this took over. It was everywhere. All news networks. It was it, like swept swept the country, I guess. And it was like they just faked that their son flew away in a balloon, and really he was hiding in like the garage. And then they got in a lot of trouble. They've been pardoned now, I guess. They they wasted a ton of like emergency vehicles and spent a ton of government money searching for this kid who they said floated away. Tough. Yeah. What dummies? Don't like them, right? No, don't like them. Okay. Dumb. Not a fan. I think that. Weird connection in my brain. I think that day, I remember being in health class in seventh grade, and we were watching, like, Magic Johnson's, like, AIDS PSA video thing where we had all the kids and, like, explained, like, what HIV is. I think that was that day of class. Wow. What is HIV? Big day for you, BBD. Yeah, explained your if – you, if you have a friend that has HIV or something, you're allowed to hug them. Like, that's not how you get it. Okay. People didn't Keep know going. Because it was from, like, 1990 or whatever. Whenever Magic got it. On that very day, that Falcon boy was up in the air. Yeah. I was at Yankee Stadium, freezing my butt off, watching the Yankees beat the Angels in game six of the ALCS. How about that? Yeah. Game two of the ALCS. I apologize. Maybe it, maybe it was a good buzz at the stadium. Hear about that balloon boy kid. Yeah, maybe. I just, it was freezing at the stadium. We had, like, heat warmers in our hands. A-Rod hit the um, home run to tie it in the bottom of the 11th after the Angels took the lead. Mm. And then Melky walked it off on there. Great game. Very cold. Very cold, Jake. I think I was at game one of that series, which is a different day, obviously, but I recall it being very, very, very cold. It was so cold. 
Uh, Balloon Boy was huge. I'm really interested in this news story. The man who was trapped in his apartment for 28 years has finally been freed. Dude, that sounds like just a bad time. Hope it links you to the Pompeii article. It doesn't, but the article that it's linked to doesn't have any pictures. Mm. Like, I need to see the apartment, obviously. Yeah. But, I mean, what's going on here? Because you still got to eat and drink and stuff. Yeah, he, it sounds like this guy's a prisoner, right? Right. Like, I, I don't see a way that he's not a prisoner, unless he's just horrified of the world. Um, Stockholm. Stockholm Syndrome. Wow. Sweden is usually thought of as a friendly and welcoming place, but one 70-year-old mother may have broken that stereotype forever. Emergency rescue crews rushed to an apartment in Stockholm, Sweden on Sunday after they received reports that the woman had kept her son, now 41, trapped inside the apartment for more than 28 years. The man's condition was so poor. Oh. Okay. I don't like that. Um, the man's condition was so poor that he had open sores all over his body, almost no teeth, and could barely walk or talk. So, congrats, prisoner. You're free. And uh, the now the no pictures thing makes sense. Now the no pictures things makes a lot of yeah. sense. That's a yeah, that's good. And now I need to That's our last story. Damn. Go watch the movie <laughs> Room. It's a good movie. It's Mailbag motherfucker. Hope that guy's listening. It's going to get better, buddy. Oh snap. That was lit. Oh no. Oh no. no. Oh, that's too much. No. I don't think it's going to get better for him to be honest. Maybe feed him, make it a Kimmy Schmidt type TV show. Okay. Done. Mailbag. Mailbag. It's mailbag, motherfucker. Your back hurt, Jake? Um, a little bit. It's more standing than I've done in a long time. Oh, that's killing me, man. Yeah. You like when I look into the camera or when I look at you? A little bit of both, man. I kind of when you get that head tilt, that's always beautiful. But I know the head tilt, and the head tilt's not a great feeling because you know you're not looking at the camera, and people are looking at us through the camera. It really so. hurts my upper back after a while, and this is my third show in a row looking up at that screen. It's tricky. Yeah, I don't know. Well, my setup here's tough, so that's why I've, I'll send you a picture of my my current. I think I'm gonna do one of these. Setup. Play uh, the mailbag while I do one of these. It's mailbag, motherfucker. Am I reading the mailbag or? Yeah. All right, I'm going to read the question. Comes from Max Manis, who we talked about before. He tweeted at us. Nice stuff. Wants us to play the game. Uh, any specific food or drinks that you've liked significantly more or less as you got older? It's either grew on you or you soured on it. It's like food, Ooh. foods, drinks you did a 180 on. Uh, well, a lot of the greens. Partially because I matured as a as uh, a, a taste buds, but also I found out how I like them. I like them crispier, more more roasted mm. than steamed. 
I don't like steamed veggies at all. I think as a kid I had a lot of steamed veggies. I think the early 90s were also a big time of frozen vegetables or canned vegetables. Like people got obsessed with processed food in a way in the 80s, 90s. But like a, a fresh thing of Brussels sprouts or asparagus or broccoli, I'll eat all that now if it's got some seasoning on it, roasted in the oven, nice and crispy and maybe a little char. I like like that now as a side. So that, that's one for me. Capri Sun used to be awesome. I think I had one every day for middle school. Tastes like straight up poison now. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I lost them. Yeah, we don't really have you, Jake. Learn. Oh. Moms were feeding. I got you guys. Yeah, you're back now. Yeah, but start over with whatever you said. Dad's home? Kinda. I think we hear you. He's gone forever. Do you want to leave or turn? He's gone forever. I didn't like mashed potatoes. As a kid, I didn't like the consistency of them. Now I like mashed potatoes. So I'm still not really into them, but sure. Sweet potatoes. My girl, my aunt makes such good. They're like basically candy for the dinner table. Um, Loves I'm trying to think if there's anything else that like I love now, but I didn't like at all. Jake, I think we got you. What were you saying? Oh wow! I was just saying the. So that was that's probably why the steamed and instant stuff was easier and ideal. Um, I don't know. Then I think it's just kind of the normal stuff. Did you talk about like beers and stuff? Like you start liking IPAs and whiskeys more and stuff? No, I didn't. We didn't hear your reasoning for why the steam stuff was more, but you're back now. But I maybe we not meant to hear it. Maybe it's God's plan. The chat is agreeing with you. <laughs> <laughs> but no one knows what you said. But everyone's in full agreement. I appreciate Jake's setup. All right. Well, I don't know. Maybe we'll FaceTime him in. Kill me. <laughs> Heard that one. <laughs> uh, um, let me, uh, I don't know Jake's number. Jake, I'll try to call you, I guess. Okay. Can you hear me? I mean, we can now. We won't be able to in two seconds. Yeah, I see like a ghost of me on my screen currently. Yeah. yeah. Not not the best. So says we're calling. Pick up. 
I'm not getting a call. No phone call received. Interesting. <laughs> it's good stuff. This is great. Hello? Call failed. I mean, maybe you don't have service? No, I got full bars. <laughs> Calling you right now. Yeah, I don't know. Let's see. Now I'm calling you. No, no, that's not your right number. This is good stuff. Have you not man. been calling my right number? Uh, that time I didn't call your right number, and maybe the first time as well. Okay, well, it feels like a little bit of a loophole. But now we can hear you pretty good. I mean, it's perfectly clear. Like, yeah, I, no. I don't know. Tough to say if the rendezvous monster got us or Jess was bored of me screaming. But, yeah, I mean, clear as day. Beer gets better. Whiskey gets better. Steamed vegetables. Big thing of the 90s. Uh, our moms, my whole thing around that was, like, our moms were trying to feed us, and I think that's a lot easier way to feed kids in the 90s and stuff. So I like a lot of fish now. I didn't like, like, salmon, a lot of fish. Ooh. It's pretty basic, but, like, we eat it, like, once a week now. Sushi's so daunting at first, and it's delicious. Yeah, sushi's pretty. Yeah, there's a lot of things I think people do, you just don't really try as a young kid. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. BBD's never had a bagel. That, that one's not true. Nope. Bagels a lot. Well. I think within the next five years, a, a lot of the things you've just said will be on my 180 list. Oh, okay. But What's something sushi, you like that you hate now, Jake? Something I used to like that I hate? Yeah. My brain kind of doesn't work like that. I'm trying to think. I, I don't know. Okay. Swedish fish. You still love them. You hate them, but not in that way. Thanks, Max, for the call and for ruining Jake's internet. Yeah, that one's on you, man. Come on, Max. No one wanted to hear your cool. steamed vegetables takes, I guess. I did. I really did. The chat was in on it. They were in full agreement. Love the chat. Do we have any other mailbags? Yeah. It's mailbag, motherfucker! This one comes from Joseph DeAndrea. What's one MLB game you wish you could have been there to see or watched live on TV? Either, either way. Uh, just what's one MLB game you wish you, you got to see live? Aaron Boone walk off. Babe Ruth called shot. Reggie Jackson's homer game at the stadium. Like, it looked like that place was just going ballistic. One of the 2001 walk-offs against Kim. Maybe, like, the second time it happened. Yeah. Because, like, you have 9-11, the, the needing of sports in the moment and distraction and, like, it happened one night, and you're like, no way can this fucking happen again. I just got chills kind of thinking about it, to be very honest yeah. with everyone. And then it happens again, and you're in the stadium, and you're like, holy fuck. That'd be amazing. What, which game was the George W. Bush first pitch? Game one of the 2001 World Series. Yeah. I mean, that one's kind of tricky because not as great, but... um I don't know. What's another good one when we were watching all those old World Series? 
I mean, there's a lot of good ones that aren't Yankees, but like obviously I'm a, I'm a Yankees fan, so I'll choose Yankees. Right, right, right. Joe right. Carter. Um, Joe Carter up in Toronto. That was probably a good night. Mm-hmm. Gibson. I mean, that's how they got the whole plot for Big Daddy. It's true. BBD, have you seen Big Daddy? I want to say yes, but I, I frankly can't remember if I have or at this point. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. But one of the movies in that group I haven't seen. Mr. Big Deeds. Daddy's the one I've seen. Mr. Deeds. Little I Nicky. haven't seen it. Okay. So let's say it's that one. Mr. Deeds is in Jake's top 200 movies. It's one of those Adam Sandler movies. It's like one that I've just missed. 200, Jake? Of course it is. I don't know. I'm not a huge Mr. Deeds guy. Uh, okay. You would be if you watched it again. I mean, I've watched it and I laugh, but I mean, of Sandler's movies, it doesn't come in too high for me. No, it's probably like seventh. And I mean, if I have seven Sandler movies in my top 200, I don't know. Yeah, but you, it's yeah, it's Redding there. Singer's the one. It probably comes in around one seventy eight. Okay. You never seen Wedding Singer? No, I think you've shown me one scene or referenced a scene and told me to watch that one. So I think that's what I've seen from it. Wedding but. Singer's pretty good. Some good self hate in there. You'd like BBD? Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of good miserable. Uh, that's like humor. the the one that's like, all right, I know, I know, that's the one I missed. Did you know Doctor Evil was a Lorne impression? Lauren Michaels, yeah, like half, and Dana Carvey did it, and then Mike Myers took it from him, and Dana Carvey's mad at Mike Myers for it. Beefing. Say something about Dana Carvey. Ah, I mean, aged out. (laughs) You know, just a a throwback, a classic. Now it's a lot. It's a lot. He's got, some, he's got some very funny stuff. I mean, Wayne's World and all that stuff, but. Mm-hmm. Rewatched Wayne's World recently. The original one? Yeah, or the full movie. Very, the first one, though, I meant. Yeah, it was very yeah. good. Dana Carvey almost um, opted out because they sent him the script and he tried to write, like, more of a character arc for Garth. Wayne, Garth. And. They were like, he was like, hey, I don't want to do this. And then he got back in. I don't know. Garth Helgar. And Garth is an impression of his brother. And his brother works at the Sandia Labs in Livermore. And I once got pulled over by a cop for throwing my bike into the bushes of the Sandia Labs. You hate Dana Carvey, say it. I'm out on Dana Carvey, the interviewee. Because all he does is impressions. Yeah. It's almost like a Caliendo, Caliendo, where it's like, at some point, just be you. I think Caliendo can be himself if he's not doing, like, a stand-up routine or something. But, like, Carvey just gets lost, man. I mean, if you listen to a podcast of, like, him on Stern or him on Conan, like, he just... Like, like no one's asking him to do impressions. He just goes no. into him. It's like, man, like, stop with all the impressions. <laughs> yeah. They want to talk to Dana, like, who you are, yeah. and not not Paul McCartney on the Beatles. <laughs> um, um, all right. We have any more mailbag questions? I think that's it for this week. We got some others. Just 
Spread them out? Yeah. Rankings! Hell yeah. Today's ranking comes from Sam. Rank the following top options from what gives you the most happiness when you're wearing them. Uh, not not if you only had to wear one, just what you would like the most to least. Rank these shirt options. T-shirt. I'm just going to rank the fucking shirts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. T-shirt, long button-up, short button-up, long-sleeve T-shirt, polo, pullover hoodie, zipped hoodie. Feel free to add other options like jackets or tank tops. Didn't want to give too many. What? Keep the I list think, to five. Can we? Can we? Can we cut this list down? You can make the list out of however Here, whatever you Jake, want. Here's the list I would make. T-shirt. Yeah. I mean, we're the gonna options take are down in the, the all, both the buttons, right? That's not gonna crack anyone's top list. Yeah, I don't think so. All right, so we're gonna take out the T-shirt. Then we'll go long sleeve T. Then we'll go tank, polo, and then hoodie. That's five. Right, I mean, currently wearing a sleeveless shirt, so that, I, mean, I will count a, that I, as a tank. I'm not a, a tank. Yeah, oh, ta- okay, like a tank. tank top. Okay. Yeah, so I think my number one might be the most obvious of all time. Feels like hoodie. Feels like hoodie, and I think yours is going to be tank top. Probably, yeah. Your account cutoff. So, tank top would be my number three. What order do you want me to give them to you in? This is so weather dependent. Oh and- yeah, but like it's like if I if I could wear a hoodie year round, I that would be my preferred thing. Yeah, I mean I want to wear anything. That's not that doesn't count. So then it's minimum minimal shirt requirements yeah, in that t- order. Okay. Well, you would go t shirt over long sleeve, you wouldn't. T-shirt over long sleeve. I mean, the thing that would be probably higher up on my list is like a, a polo. Like, I if I'm gonna we have wear that a shirt, here, I, I wear something that's a a polo. Okay, so all right, so your order is one t-shirt, two polo, three no one tank top, two polo, three long sleeve, and then you have t-shirt and a hoodie left. I mean, hoodie could move up, but again, like I'm normally hot. Like if it's hoodie conditions, hoodie moves up the list for me. Yeah, yeah. This is just any conditions. You know you're going to be comfortable. Like if you, yeah. You're going to be comfortable in it. You don't have to wear it in the wrong weather. comfortable while I'm wearing it. Yes. It's like all else equal. And hoodie's up there. I mean, a comfy hoodie. it's It's a blanket. So are you going tank top and tank top weather one, hoodie and hoodie weather two? Yes. Then you're going polo. Then you're going yeah. long sleeve. Then you're going t-shirt. Probably t-shirt then long sleeve. Really? Because there's a time when you hated t-shirts. Yeah, but I'm a company man, man. I wear a ton of t-shirts now. All right. I'm going hoodie number one. Tank top two. Like I sleep in a tank top every night. So that's important. Hot. Long sleeve three. Polo for t-shirt. I hate t-shirts. Like if I have to be out and about in just a t-shirt, that's a bad time for me. It's really the tweener of shirts. I mean, either go less or go more. Yeah, I'd much rather wear a long sleeve and, and roll the sleeves up than wear a t-shirt. I don't know why. Mm. 
but I'm out. But I wear them a lot too because we sell T-shirts and I have a lot of our, shir- our shirts. It's the and default they're comfortable. shirt. Dude, and- I have this shirt that I have on right now. Okay. Here we go. Undressing. Is Luke's. Shout out Coach Ballgame hat. It's a pocket. Pocket shirt. Pocket tee. I don't know what. I don't know what company this is, but it's a pocket tee, and I John love Boy it. Media. I want to find this and put them in our store. Yeah, John Boy Media. You could find them there. Um, something cool going on on my end. Pocket. Um, I'm trying to line up my sleeveless shirt with my uh, cupboards or whatever's behind me, so it looks like it's all one straight line. That's cool. I see that. So, it's badass. Art. Uh, you're a little too far oh. to my... Oh, now you're perfect again. Now I'm uncomfortable. Okay. Good list. Thanks, Sam. Thanks, oh, Sam. Oh, snap. That was lit. How about putting uh, button-ups on there as if that's going to crack a top five? Sam's birthday. I mean, wow. I get it. I mean, we know button-up guys. You know, Nick Pronk. Um, some people like the button-up, but... As you just think you look good in it. I don't care about that at all. I'm, I'm comfort... Comfort first, always. Me too. Just seeing the other side. We meant to. We we went. We went to meet with investors, and we had a whole long discussion about my T-shirt because I just wanted to wear that Miller Lite T-shirt I have. Yeah, you look good in it. Too. And people were like, "No, you can't wear that. You have to dress nice." And I was like, "They're investing in us." Yeah, I'm gonna dress nice. And I just wore that T-shirt. It was like a free T-shirt from a bar giveaway. I love it. So comfy. A great T-shirt. Yeah. yeah. Good fit to it. So, I like that. All right. That was good rankings. Hoodies are the best. I feel like I'm wearing too many hoodies. It's like, because, like, I do like when I wear a button down, I do feel nice for the day. So, when I get dressed, a lot of times I'm like, oh, maybe I would dress nice today. And we did it on the same day that one time. People said we look like an accounting podcast. But then I always think, hoodie's more comfortable. And then I just throw a hoodie on. Like, yeah. that's my thought process every morning. I try to steer away from the hoodie, and then I'm like, ah, but that's more comfortable. And then I go to the hoodie. Just too hot, man. Like, if I even go on the subway in a hoodie, I get, I just start sweating. Yeah, I might, I don't know. I don't go on a subway hoodie, The hoodie it protects me from the sweat it causes. Mm. It's like my joke of, I don't yeah, think I Jake's, my beard. A, Jake's not it, a it hides pit stains causes. Guy. I'm a fit state. I used to be big time as a youth, so now I, uh, you, I mean, you've seen it. There's high deodorant use, which has been debated over the years about its accuracy. Um, but I also, I never wear layers. I, I never, like, I'm a shirt and a jacket or just a shirt. There's no middle area. Yeah, I guess I'm the same. I'm just a shirt than a hoodie. Like if I did that, I'd be I'd be a sweat stain guy. If I took off the hoodie, I'm sweating. Oh, it's nice in here today. Not too bad. Like that. Crack the window in the main room. I, I steal this from way. from Luke every time I I see him, and then he always steals it back. A loser. It's a good shirt. I don't know what kind of shirt it is, but I like it. It's comfy. Okay. Next time Luke steals it back, he'll look into it. I'm sure. I mean, it probably asked me to stop stealing a shirt, which is fair. Yeah. It's fair. Fair I think, ask. I think he's got one of my tanks. Hold it ransom. 
A lot of times my t-shirt decision is based on if I think I will take my hoodie off during the day at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. If I don't think the t-shirts, the hoodie's coming off at all, I'll put on a sub-tier tee. Right. Or just a... Uh, just the com- most just, comfortable Just the most comfortable one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just a lot of thought. A lot of thought. We have anything else? Do we have any other mailbags? We have rankings done. I think we're good. Hell yeah. What are you doing tomorrow, Jake? Driving up to Vermont. Are you going skiing tomorrow? No. Turns out it's like a drive. It's like a four-hour drive. I didn't know. I thought Vermont was like a two-and-a-halfer, but... Well, it's a very vertical state, so I guess it does. Very vert skate. Going yeah, up found there. that out. Depends on where you're going. Then you're going to hit the slopes. Hit the slopes New Year's Eve. Are you doing anything for New Year's Eve? You think you and Jess are going to make out from 11 o'clock to midnight? I mean, I'm going to try for it. Uh, she's been hesitant to touch me. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm going to swing. I'm... Trying to swing. Trying to swing. <laughs> Trying to swing. Jake Storielli story. Okay. You gonna kiss Katie at all? Uh, we're still awake. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm. I'm this concert. I'm excited about it, but like the Avett brothers aren't gonna come on until like close to midnight, and then they're gonna play like past right. midnight and stuff. And it's like fuck. I told I literally told Katie like maybe we should take naps. <laughs> oh. Definitely, dude. Dude, I'm going skiing. Like, I'm planning a nap, like a three to five. It's going to be like partying at University of Maryland. Nap time. Nap time. They napped from 11 to 1 a.m. And then maybe it was like 10 to midnight nap. 10 to midnight, yeah. Pre-game was from 5 to midnight. Or 5 to 10. And then they napped from 10 to 12, and then they all woke up and partied from, like, 12 to 3 a.m. And Jake and I were like, this is dumb. This isn't as fun. Let's just do the partying from 8 to 1. Yeah. <laughs> just one, one party. And then we fall asleep. <laughs> so much more sense to me. Still does. <laughs> Although at Central, our, our schedule, we used to start at, like, 4 and be asleep at, like, 1130 sometimes. <laughs> the right day. I think you. I, I think that was more select days than you remember. I mean, we we would push it. It was a lot of before we moved into Red and Yellow House. It was third floor only, because right. we'd all get done with class on Thursday, at like two, and just go over there. I don't like we have plans. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, enjoy We're it. Losers. We were losers. Nip. Happy New Year's, everybody. Happy New Year's. Thank you for another... How many How many JGR episodes did we do this year, BBD? Do you have that uh, mapped out? I do not. At least guess first. How many do you think we did? Three? We, were, uh, um, we didn't do a lot for we a We were while. at like 190-ish, I 60. think. I'm going to guess 60. No, I'm going to guess 90. I think we were at like... I think we were around 190 when we restarted in March. I'm going to guess 89. 89 from Jake. Well, this is episode 276, correct? Yeah. All right. And, whoa. 
Probably lower. I don't know. Was the first one in the office the first time we were back? Mm-hmm. 186. Wow, we took a long break, Jake. Yeah, man. That's what I was going to say. Like a six-month break. So 186. I think you did one in like January or something. Yeah, maybe odds and ends there. So what's today? 276? 90? Did Jake get it 90. Like perfectly correct? You said 90. I, was, I went for 89. It's probably 91 or 92. Well, thanks to everyone who listens. It's actually doing really well. The show, uh, the YouTube numbers are getting up there, and then the podcast numbers are growing. Uh, More people listen than watch. It's getting close, though. But, yeah, we're actually having a a good run. So I I like this once-a-week format the most. So thanks to everyone for tuning tuning in and hanging out. And uh, the mailbags and the rankings and all that, keep them coming. And the halftime gifts. You guys are fucking half the show, it sounds like. The best. We'll see you. Enjoy the new year. Kiss whoever you want to kiss as long as they want to receive the kiss. Don't go kissing people that don't want to receive it. That's called kiss abuse. That's words. That's assault, brother. (laughs) Oh, hell no! You got a bet, Jake? Over. Take the over. Dude, how about that Coastal Carolina Liberty end of the fourth? Oh, snap. That was lit. <laughs>